Mark, I guess it's been a few weeks ago, you called me and said that uh, you had an experience in a lounge in Las Vegas, and I was quite curious as to what that experience was, but uh, come to find out it was about access control, and we talked about having this gentleman on the podcast. So um, what was that experience, and what led you to really uh, want to dive into this topic? Yeah, lo and behold, uh, an experience in Vegas turns into a discussion about access control, and uh, we, uh, we, you know, th through uh, through the the access control lounge in Las Vegas at ISC, got to chat with Leo Des, and you know, we've crossed paths with Lee numerous times over the years, but um, you know, thr thrilled to have him on as a guest, and we're going to dive dive deep into into the topic of access control, where it's going, what's new. We're going to talk about the importance of a latte. Uh, in the in the discussion <laughs> coming up here, and uh, we've even got a little announcement, you know, towards the end. So we have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, Lee breaks some news there at the end about an upcoming event. So it's it's always good to have something uh, fresh on the podcast and breaking news. So you'll be looking out for that. And uh, again, this is a great topic. It's one that is really changing when it comes to what's happening in our industry. And uh, guys like Mark and myself, we've seen sort of the evolution of what is happening from you know, just being a security officer, checking an ID badge to what actually is going on in the access control world. So a great conversation. Uh, enjoy. And as always, subscribe, like, uh, follow us. We've got some other great content coming up. So Mark, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Thanks, Eddie. We started this little journey, Mark. One of the topics that we put down on our list was access control, and we also talked about having people from around the world. So we're joined by someone who's actually in London. Uh, we had already asked him, was he there for the coronation? So we missed that by a couple of days. But uh, access control is a big topic in security, and we're, we're, we got a great guest today to really dive into that. So, uh, Mark, who do we have the pleasure of chatting with today? Hey, right on, Eddie. Uh, great to see you again. And uh, yeah, happy to be joined by uh, Lee Odess today. And and as you mentioned, you know, talking about the business of access control, right? Lee is Lee has got an amazing background on the access control side, which is a corner, cornerstone of property uh, technology. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit the hashtag of, of prop tech today. So uh, as Eddie mentioned, coming to us uh, not so live because uh, you're you're seeing this on recording, but <laughs> from uh, from London where the sun is shining. Uh, thrilled to be joined by Lee. Lee, and I'll give a quick bio, and Lee, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and 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 do the introduction justice. But um, so the chair of the Prop Tech Advisory Board with the uh, Security Industry Association, Lee volunteers as a time mem mentor and uh, also signed a partnership agreement with uh, the Security Innovation hubs effort uh, on access control and smart locks and and you know what i assisted uh, at uh, at isc this year where lee won an award for the community chair of the year so he had a suit on for that event he's got a blazer on for this event so thrilled to be joined by lee uh, lee you want to introduce yourself uh, thank you very much i appreciate the opportunity yeah like you said i'm coming from london uh though i live in bethesda maryland so uh not in london but I'm here actually at the commercial real estate show called Cretech London, uh, which is uh, fun to be at. But it's a perfect timing, I think, on the project. We are putting on something called the Access Control Village here, where you have 10 companies showcasing the day in the life of a credential, as well as just putting on a good face, if you would, and message for the commercial real estate. But I've spent my time in the industry, in the access control uh, world. I've recently started a company called Access Control Executive Brief, uh, 
that covers the marketplace and really sort of nerds out in the access control and smart lock world. Um, I try to take a global view. We track about 400 companies in the space. Um, and really it's a, a focus on today and tomorrow. Um, you know, we've got a 30 year history in the electronic access control space that had a single value proposition that keeping bad people out, which is still relevant, okay. but, uh, coming out of COVID, we've got now an opportunity, uh, to add and go beyond locking and unlocking and it turning into more of letting the right people in. So I'm excited to have the opportunity to sort of shepherd that story with a lot of people in our industry. You mentioned your, your history, and one of the things that uh, Mark and I always try to dive into with every guest is tell us how you got involved in security, and I guess uh, based on this topic, specifically access control, but we have something called hashtag my security story. So how did Lee get involved in the security industry? Yeah, so my story is it's kind of interesting, at least from a, like a lot of people kind of fell into this industry, but uh, my wife and I had an integration company that focused primarily on audio, video, and lighting controls and other building technology. Um, we had a partner who did our security, Miles Fawcett from at the time, it's called Urban Alarm, and he was a Brevo dealer. Uh, when we sold our audio, video integration company, uh, I wanted to get back into manufacturing because that's where I cut my teeth. There wasn't a lot of that in the Bethesda market, but he knew uh, Steve Van Til, the CEO of Brevo, and introduced me there. Um, I joined Brevo. This is pre-current uh, ownership. So I had an opportunity early on to, to work as the vice president of marketing and enterprise sales there uh, up and through the sale to the current owner, uh, Dean Draco. Um, but that's my story. I came into it based off of wanting to get involved in manufacturing, basically uh, proximity to a, a, a growing company at the time, uh, which is still growing, but startup, let's call it, at the time. Uh, and that's how I got into the industry. Very cool. And so, so in that intro, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, the business side of access control and you mentioned manufacturers. So, so who are the, who are the players? Obviously the manufacturers, obviously the integrators and, 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 and I'm guessing the end users. So, you know, the kind of the consumer, but are there any other kind of parts of that sort of puzzle that I'm, uh, that I, that I left out there? Yeah. So the way that, uh, we've been tracking it is there's the different stakeholders are different than I would say the manufacturing. So on the manufacturing side, you have the access control, what are typically known as the PACs, so physical access control systems, PACs. These are your uh, software companies that historically have been the ones that bring together the locks and the readers and all the disparate parts, and then they sell that system to an integrator who sells it to an end user. You also have the locks, like we said, on that end. Credentials, identity services, intercom is a big one, biometrics. And then now, though, you have a new introduction of people as our industry gets uh, moving beyond just high security into the enterprise software uh, realm, if you would. Uh, there you have applications, you have systems integrators. You also have these things called ISVs, which are independent software vendors, which are people that build software on top of other software systems. So the channel is changing a bit, um, middleware, is becoming a term that we use regularly because it's more software centric. But as we shift from a hardware centric industry to a software one, it, it creates new opportunities and additional players in the space. Now, from a stakeholder standpoint, yeah, you have the enterprise, you have the different verticals, the developers like here in the prop tech world that we're talking to, but also you have a new stakeholder as mobile starts to 
right. uh, make its way into our industry. And you have the end user, which historically we cared about protecting the end user, but we didn't really interact with them very much. It was a card or a fob. Now you have a relationship with the new person because of the mobile phone. There's an interaction, a really rich user experience that has not really ever been there before. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. And, and so you yeah. mentioned the 400 sort of players in your in your you know sort of map that you've got going on. And um, you know we'll we'll put links to it sort of at the end of the uh, at the end of the video at the end of the podcast. And um, but where where can people find that information? Because it sounds like it's getting more and more complicated or or uh, complex anyway. Yeah, I don't know. So I think the complexity has always been there. I just think we haven't necessarily visualized it before is what I've noticed. Like a lot of companies have been around for quite a while and it's really been fragmented as an industry, right? Like North America seems to be somewhat combined together, but as you move over into Europe, the, there's very, there's a ton of players. So to go find it at my website, leodesk.com, there's a maps section. If you click on maps, it'll, there's a download function. I, I post it on LinkedIn often. Um, that's another place where you'll find it. I have it as a feature. So if you go there, the I, I try to update it every single week. We add anywhere between five and 20 companies a week as wow. I find them. Like here being at the show, I found another five that I didn't know about. Um, so I would anticipate we've definitely slowed down. I used to add like 30 to 50. Um, <laughs> now it's smaller and smaller as we go. But I mean, today here, I met a small company out of Poland that's doing some really interesting things in the access control market. Very cool. Very cool. Hey, um, so all good business stories, or at least some good business stories, started in a lounge <laughs> in Vegas, right? So you and I were both in at ISC in Vegas in, in, in late April, and and uh, you hosted what was vibrant. I mean, I was there at, I don't, I think it was 7.30 in the morning or something like that, and it was packed, right? So tell us about how that came about, and is it similar to what you're doing over in London today? And and uh, tell us about how, that, uh, how that's working out. I oh, appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was... I was hoping we'd get 300 people to come through in Vegas. We ended up having over 600 and, wow. and on my LinkedIn alone, we had 250,000 impressions. So it, it was very active. Um, the concept and idea actually started a year ago, um, back when it was a smaller ICS because going through COVID and it was this idea and, and concept about, can we create a sort of not influenced place on the show floor for people to come network, have conversations, We've got a really vibrant community and an ecosystem that is really hard to, I would say, you know, get across on a show floor, which those booths have a purpose to do what they're doing. This would be additive to where you can bring that community together, maybe even have a little bit of fun, you know, heaven forbid we should do that too at the same time. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a space, like you said, at 730 in the morning, you know, you've got companies from Europe, you've got companies from the East Coast. You got people that wake up early. The show doesn't open till what, 10? And this was the ability for people to grab a cup of coffee, get to know each other and talk. I actually think it's also a, a byproduct of some of the transition and change that we've seen of people going online more. Like, you know, Mark, you and I met here. Eddie, you and I, this is the first time we've met, uh, yes. right? So we're meeting digitally and there's this desire to meet also physically together. And so the lounge concept was, hey, let's try it. So we did it the first yeah. year. Year two, uh, Brian Karras, who I partnered with and on it this year, came and said, hey, let's try that again. I'll bring video. You bring the access control world, sort of peanut butter and jelly. Uh, and we can make this thing even bigger. And we did. And it was a larger room, a lot more people, a lot more people participating. Um, but I, we're going to keep it to the to ISC West because we believe there's a brand there, a uh, place where people can come and know they can connect and 
um, be additive to what's already happening at a, a wonderful show. Yeah. And Mark had actually called me when he got back from Vegas and said, I've got a great story for the podcast. It involves a, a lounge in Las Vegas. And I thought, well, that's a different angle for the podcast, but let's, let's go down that road. Um, but Lee, in looking at your website the last couple of days, I know you've got a passion also for the history of access control and where it's been and where it's going. And uh, I know over 30 years ago when I was a security officer in an industrial environment, uh, our access control really consisted of visually identifying a laminated badge and allowing, as you put it uh, earlier, the, the right people to get in and, and the wrong people to stay out. So from back in those early days of just visually identifying a badge, where do you see that it's come? And more importantly, where do you think it's going to go? You mentioned the, the, the mobile uh, angle and we're all carrying around our, our mobile devices and that is uh, basically being our entryway into different buildings, into different doors, into different environments. So do you see it going more toward that handheld device versus even a, a key card? Yeah, my, my take on it is yes, overall, to all of it. Because what I think you're seeing is we've been a very predictable industry in a lot of ways. And the way that we've gone about it, like it was a lot of the same stuff for 30 years. There's been iterations that have happened, but you know, I don't know why we believe as an industry, we're the only ones that aren't going to necessarily be impacted by digital transformation. Yeah. And it's really the introduction of enterprise software. And with that comes the different modalities and creation of user experiences and a, really the ability to verticalize. And if you think of like, so we did start, I'm starting to document the history. And if you go back to 1970s, the same value proposition is on the pieces of literature that I've seen. The haircuts are different, the clothes are different, but for 30 years, major events like Lockerbie and 9-11 and, uh, you know, have been high, primarily in the high security side of our industry. And we would take those same systems that would guard it, an airport, would guard like the buildings that I don't know if you see behind me, there's a bunch of high rises, but, yeah. you know, we would take those same systems, it would just be, you know, less of, of use, using them, and you know, just, it was a horizontal play. Now we're getting more vertical. There's more expectations of what the system should be able to do. 100%, we're a utility in this building, but a very important one. Even yeah. with all these new companies that are coming in that are going to disrupt and they're, you know, they come from the tenant experience side. You know, ordering lattes is cute. Getting into the building is critical. So there's yeah. a ecosystem opportunity. The other part of it is, is that Historically, our industry, if you were to take a look at anything that was considered convenient, was considered to be insecure. So we didn't like conveniences. And that was really a feature of our industry. But now it's turning into a bug where there's an expectation because of the introduction of software and mobile phone and everything else that we have, maybe consumerization. There's a whole lot there that are forcing and challenging the norms of the old truths of our industry where it says, I can't have convenience. Well, now you can have safety and you can have convenience. It's an introduction of software. Now, I believe as an industry, it's the space that we can command because security, in my opinion, and safety will always trump uh, convenience. But having both will be the ultimate win. Doesn't mean that the old is bad or the legacy is bad. It just means this is an and conversation. There's more opportunity. That, that high security marketplace is by Omni is a $10 billion defined marketplace of high security globally. When we did the math of what opportunity opens up by utilizing enterprise software, it was a $70 billion opportunity built off of that 10. 
So this is, I mean, it's very rare that you get to be in an industry at an inflection point, and we're in the middle of one. Yeah. And it's a, it's an additive conversation that is going to be mobile. It's going to be biometrics. It's going to be cards. It's going to be fobs. It's going to be all that stuff. We're just going to be able to apply the proper technology to the proper use case. That's that's really yeah, really interesting, and I and I love that discussion around it being an and conversation as opposed to just an either or con convenience or security, right? And and I, I will add that sometimes, you know, getting that latte is a critical function in the morning, right, Lee? I mean, uh, especially when you're when you're doing time zone changes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but if you didn't get in the building to get it, it's going to be pretty tough. So, yeah, I mean, they go hand in glove. Hand in glove. Exactly. Can't do one without the other. So, so and, and definitely appreciate the digital transformation comment and to me, that typically means non-traditional players, right? Or, or the 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 different the, the the players are different that are coming into the into the market. Are you seeing that on specifically on the access control space on the business side? Are you seeing really those non-traditional uh, players coming in? I think the answer is yes, but I'd love to hear your take on it. Yeah, this is where I talked about before. Our industry was pretty predictable. We knew who the players were, and you built a company up. You, you know, you got to a certain size, and you hope that Asablo or somebody would buy it. Like that was the the known players, the known entities. Now, all of a sudden, because the market's expanded from this sort of cottage industry of high security to a mainstream one around enterprise software that includes high security, uh, it is introducing new investment, new players, uh, new opportunities. Um, you know, I. I there isn't a day really that doesn't go by that I don't get an inbound from a startup company that came from you, you name it that is now working in this space that, you know, if you do a Venn diagram of what they do, they'll say, no, we're not in the access control space, but you know, we have people, a calendar, we send credentials and, yeah. you know, but they work with the access control. It's like, well, what is your definition of an access control system? Yeah, like right. that is, there's a Venn diagram of it, but they're, they're usually focused on a different aspect that interplays with our, our, industry and i don't see that slowing down now i do believe we're getting close to a point of consolidation in some of these areas yeah. especially as certain verticals like multifamily and residential like there's you'll start to see that but it's still early innings and and i think we're going to start to see a lot more yeah nice. and you mentioned earlier that the industry has been somewhat predictable and, and probably slow to adapt in the last 20 30 years but uh, to sort of get out our crystal ball for a minute, what do you see the next great advancements happening in the next 10, 20, and even 30 years in access control? Yeah, so I would start off with the, the use cases of how the application of access control. So I think we're going to quickly move to hybrid, first of all. Yeah. And if you look at cloud and mobile, it's actually more about cloud computing and mobile computing and the architecture of the system. But we like to talk about it because we're a very technical industry. So we'll talk about the application of the technology, but it's actually the application of it to the, what it creates of the use cases. So I'm excited to see more of how our system does security, but it also does operational efficiencies. It plays in the revenue generation for these buildings. You know, I think the identity side of this is super interesting of what's gonna happen as we separate the identity from the credential and we allow that opportunity to sort of go into other things like you know, expanding beyond the building. We saw that coming out of COVID where, you know, in, instantly everybody came a visitor and you had uh, health attestation. So now like the expansion of the building beyond is interesting to think about what it could do. And, you know, we're getting to that sort of ubiquitous play of I go from my home to my car to my office, the gym, whatever it might be. 
and there's sort of a known experience because I show up, express who I am, and he knows how to respond to it, and knows whether I should be there or shouldn't, whatever the policies are for that building. So I think about that. I really look at and think about the data visualization side of what our industry does. Like, and access control, frankly, we've done a really, really bad job around notifications and data. It's all flat file and like nonsense. We we haven't invested, but you're starting to see a lot of companies start, like a company like Hackamo, for instance, which they're doing a lot when it comes to taking what is data that's already there, but expressing it and automating it and doing a whole bunch of things. Um, I'm excited about as we converge video and access control more. If you think about it, like biometrics and that, if you want a high level of convenience and you want a high level of security and assurance, there's nothing going to be better than cameras combined with access control in like a lobby where I need assured throughput. So I think about like how that's going to happen and what people are going to do on that side of, you know, the opportunities that it opens up. Because in my opinion, it's, it's the value creation beyond our core value prop that we've been doing of safety, which is great. Lastly, I'll put it on. I think there's an enormous opportunity with ESG, you know, you putting the political conversations yeah. aside about what ESG is and, and the rest of it. But if you think about it, the customer base cares about it, their CEOs are being incentivized for it. So yeah. good luck getting that genie back in the bottle. Sure. Um, so if I take a look at ESG, the S that no one talks about really is the societal side. And I don't have a complete story here, but I've got a hunch that if people feel safe and they are safe, there's an impact in GDP, innovation, and there's no better industry that could command that space that it occupies than the security industry to do that. Versus telling an energy story, which frankly, we don't have a lot of permission to do. We have an enormous opportunity when it comes to the S part of this. And I think about that and all the new people coming in mixed with the older people that have been in our industry. And I, I get excited about what we've got ahead of us. That is, you know, I think it'd be a very different industry than the past 30 years. I think we, you know, a $10 billion industry actually can be a hundred billion dollar industry because of the societal impacts that we can make with our products. It's just a different story that we need to tell. I love it. I love it, Lee. And it's, it's pretty amazing how you can make it into a, uh, an access control into an exciting industry, right? It really <laughs> kind of uh, drives into what the, what the future is. You can, you can, you can feel the passion. So um, with that, what, what's next for Lee? Like, what are we going to see from you? And, and when are we going to see a next? Is there going to be a lounge at GSX? Can you say yet? You know, tell, uh, tell us what's no. up. Yeah, no, we're going to keep the lounge to the ISC West. Um, I'm doing the village here. I just did the uh, access control executive brief theater at the security event in Birmingham. So it's really activating more opportunities to tell stories with the companies and bringing them together. I really would like to show a collective voice as an industry of our point of views of where things are going while, and then everybody can individually tell their story. So I'm going to continue to do that, continue to do the writing. I got my own event coming up called the access control summit called ACS. I haven't really announced it. So I don't know, I'm bringing it here, I guess. Um, in June, we're going to do that, bring the industry together to tell a story about different topics, single day, uh, I've got a bunch of the CEOs of our industry coming together to, nice. to do that. Um, the security innovation hub. I, I just, I really would like to build this out uh, into a think tank content creation that represents the access control and smart like industry as a whole and work with the different companies to tell a richer story so that we can increase adoption, increase value. And I'm going to continue to do that. Love it. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. 
It's always good to end on a breaking news uh, story there. So uh, be looking out for that event coming up. Sounds very exciting. And uh, Lee, once again, where can people find out more about you and what's going on in the industry? No, thank you. Uh, come go to Leodes at LinkedIn uh, or Leodes.com, my email, uh, my, my email, my name on the website. So try to make it easy. Great. Well, we'll include that link here in the video and certainly in the podcast as well. So uh, exciting times for access control. And as Mark said before, uh, most people would not imagine making that a very exciting topic. But uh, I think there's some big things coming and there's going to be a lot of transformational things happening in the security industry and specifically access control. Hey, thanks a bunch, Lee. Absolutely. really appreciate you joining us, man. No, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate what you two do. Uh, telling stories like this and getting the word out is extremely important for our industry. So thank you for doing what you do. Well, great. Well, enjoy London. Thanks so much for the chat. All right. Thank you.